Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Good Risings, I'm Colin Bedell. Today is Friday, September 9th, and this is The Rising Sign. Okay, folks, so today, Mercury officially retrogrades, all right? It officially retrogrades today in Libra at 11.38 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8.38 p.m. Pacific Standard Time until October 2nd, all right? So voila, it begins. But I spoke about Mercury retrograde in three parters on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So please go back to those episodes if you have no idea what I'm talking about. Hopefully I explained it thoroughly there because today I'm actually not talking about Mercury retrograde in Libra. I'm talking about the full moon in Pisces, which takes place tomorrow. Okay, the full moon in Pisces, the grand finale of the zodiac sign is exact at 5.59 a.m. Eastern, 2.59 a.m. Pacific. Okay, so what do we know about full moons? They always occur in the zodiac sign that is opposite of the sign that the sun is transiting in. I could just sit with that idea for hours. That this beautiful, energetic, magnetic, luminary event, monthly event, takes place when the sun and the moon are in polar opposite signs and they find balance. Right? I just think that's beautiful. So when thinking about the balance between Virgo and Pisces, I believe it might be the axis that defines the personal development community. Okay? I sound convinced, but I'm sure I have nothing but work with me on this. Okay? So we'll start with Virgo and then we'll go to Pisces. Okay? So Virgo's wisdom is trusting empirical evidence, trusting critical thought. What is critical thought? It's what every mutable sign knows, which is Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. Those are the four mutable signs. They offer us critical intelligence because it's a person's ability to hold competing ideas and not choose one or the other as more valid. All right? Virgo can hold the tension of opposites, can hold the realization that, hmm, I need to both change and I need to sustain certain things. I need innovation and I need preservation, right? So that's Virgo. Additionally, with the personal development community, Virgo is the zodiac sign that puts forward practical, simple approaches for emotional and psychological well-being, right? Which is simply sometimes waking up a little early and meditating for five minutes, having water with lemon, taking a probiotic the night before, and just really grounding down in simple, practical efficient approaches. Absolutely. To heal the mind and the body. That's what Virgo takes the stand for. Pisces energy, of course, holds space for that, make no mistake, and asks Virgo, okay, thank you for offering mind-body healing. What do you have for the heart and the soul? And Virgo says, that's your domain, Pisces. <laughs> right? I got you with the morning routine. I got you with the journaling and, you know, simplifying my life and kind of really getting grounded and embodied. What do you got for healing the heart and the soul? 
And Pisces says, well, I can offer you spirituality. Okay. Virgo, you offered us mental health and physical embodiment. I will offer you spirituality as a means to find comfort in the unknown and even do some really beautiful spiritual practices, which is both forgiveness and apology. I'm pretty convinced that when Pisces enters the room, they help us facilitate different conversations about forgiveness of self, forgiveness of other, apology to self, and apologize towards other. The whole world could change if we knew how to do that. And I believe that we often know how to do that through spiritual approaches. I also believe that psychology without spirit is kind of boring, right? And spirituality without psychology and rooted evidence, conspiracy and projection. So that's what I meant by this axis is the one that really defines the personal development community in the sense that we need to both be incredibly aware of external systems of oppression and external injustices and political, worldly, social consequences that make it very difficult for people to access basic practical approaches for personal development. And we need to, in that space, remind people what faith, what hope, what a spiritual practice can do to help them stand in those spaces and ultimately transcend it where they need to. That's the intersection of Virgo Pisces. It's as above, so below, so within, so without. To use some traditional religious approaches, it is kind of on earth as it is in heaven that you hear in the Lord's Prayer. It's the intersection of the Christian cross. It's the intersection of the Jewish star of David. It's the place where how do I stand on the horizontal, the earthly Virgo plane, okay, and really keep my thoughts incredibly high towards the Pisces plane, that intersecting point, right? How do I stand on the horizontal, align with the vertical, and in that place, I'm effective in this world because I know ultimately I'm not of this world and no one else is either, okay? So how do I bring some of the heavenly, worldly, spiritual energies and make them practically useful for other people? So... I could go on and on about Virgo Pisces, but I just thought I'll stop there. (laughs) So I hope that's helpful. Thank you so much for listening. I'm wishing each and every one of you a healing weekend of the mind, body, and the heart and the soul. And I'm so grateful that you spend this time with me. So happy full moon, everybody. Bye. So I'm Colin and you can find me at Queer Cosmos. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review because we love hearing from you. Have a great Monday, everyone. Bye. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.